The Aussie NFL Fantasy Show would like to acknowledge the traditional land owners and the leaders past, present and emerging of Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal countries where we are working from today. This always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. I'm prepared to let this guy let me down again. Is he really again. handsome? And again, he's very handsome, so but handsome. I don't know about his importance. Carson back. Wentz. I'm going Jimmy G. Yeah. yeah. I, I think. I'm taking Jimmy G. I don't know. He's just going to pass it to Debo. That's all I've got. I feel like Taylor's foreskinning um, freaking Gino. Yeah, if, I, if I lose this week, I will have to blame it on him. I'll do the scuba <laughs> and blame it on his son. G'day, g'day. It's Matty C here. Welcome to the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. It's great to have everyone back. And I, I don't know about everyone else, but I feel great after getting a couple of shows out there last week. Kind of felt good to get back in rhythm. Of course, we've got Taylor Goodall with us. Taylor, welcome back, mate. Thanks, mate. Good to be back. It was, uh, re- like you just mentioned, it was really, really good to get uh, back into the swing of things last week. Mm, I thought yeah. there was good engagement. Ivan had some people on some other group messages asking questions about the show. So it looked like there was some really good engagement from the show, even though we're only in May. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking talking rookies tonight. Yes, cannot wait. Manjot, Melly also with us. Manjot, can you believe we've cracked into the Filipino market? How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it was it 32nd overall in fantasy sports of Philippines? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> shout out to the Philippines. Shout out to all the regions that are listening to us. Now, let me just say, I'm very excited to talk about rookies too, probably because yeah. most of them are around my age. So it's actually, <laughs> this, this could be, you know, my this is my third rookie season or something uh, in football. So, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's I'm so like young Juju. So <laughs> all the Tremaine Edmonds who entered the league at like 19. Yeah, I'll, I'll be that sort of thing. So third rookie season for me. Can't wait for these rookies to come in. Shout out to the Philippines too. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I thought they hated Australians after Fon Maker went and kicked the shit out of their whole basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> There's a name I haven't heard for a while, but how about that? Yes, yes. Um, so uh, I guess a big apologies to the Philippines for that. But it seems like they don't hold it against us, which is great. And uh, that we, we, they're looking for Australian-made NFL fantasy content. It's good to see they're stopping by, um, <laughs> which... I don't know, I was just really stunned and oh, God bless you, Philippines. And, and I mean, as we say, it's May. Drafts don't really happen for fantasy football really for three months in redrafts. Um, and since, you know, mid-March when uh, free agency was run and won, there's been like a real hyper focus on this new class of rookies. So with the NFL draft also now complete, um, does it even actually matter for standard 10-team fantasy leagues? And the only way... To know for sure is to bring on only the greatest dynasty fantasy football mind on our island uh, to talk about the rookies. Because this guy, um, I don't know anyone who spends as much time uh, looking at rookie classes and uh, trying to discern fantasy value in all formats. But, of course, he's best known for the dynasty show, No Huddle Dynasty, with an introduction like that. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't let me down. It's Mark Downey, or as we know him. Dynasty Mark, welcome to the show again, brother. Hello, my brothers. I have. <laughs> it is so good to see you all. I said to you all in the chat we have on the side that you don't actually appreciate how much you miss a sh- miss something in your life until it's not there. And not having this show late week to listen to in the car <laughs> it was so good last week to actually be able to listen to you lot carry on like maniacs. 
It was yeah. the best. That's fair. Oh, it was the best. Heart, my heart just oh, it <laughs> bursts when I hear things like that. Mark, Mark missed the seagull sex. He really needed it. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what, what jersey you have on tonight, Maddie? Yes, for those who uh, oh, uh, are interested in Maddie C's jerseys, uh, <laughs> we'll play Taylor. I'm in my Gold Coast Seagulls jersey, but I also, I've been out running, um, and underneath, I've got my Gold Coast Seagulls singlet. And it's not even just that, it's the Tweedheads Giants. Sponsored by the Seagulls Club. So, you know, it's a real retro one, that one. Love my Seagulls. Long time ago. 1990s rugby league. Uh, rest in peace to Tina Turner as well. Yeah. Tina passed away. So, you know, simply the it. best, one of the best ad campaigns of all time in rugby league. So, yeah, very sad day today. Simply Absolutely. simply the rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Oh, on that note... <laughs> Um, I, I don't know how to dig out of that. So that's really shown my lack of professionalism. Hey, um, <laughs> tonight, tonight's about rookies, right? It, it's great to have Marky Mark with us. What we were really looking to do is discern how valuable are some of these guys. We've just heard anyone who's watched any ESPN in the last two months has just been absolutely doused, drenched and coated, marinated and left out in the sun to dry with information around rookies and how all of them are the greatest athletes we've ever seen. And realistically, for us, who are talking to the person who is in a 10-team standard PPR league with their colleagues or their family or their high school mates or whatever, what we want to do here is just cut through some of that noise and get to, okay, here's the names you've heard from that that will matter. And here's the names you've heard from that you can probably maybe just put on the back burner. Um, so we're going to try and take that huge, big chunk of information, that information iceberg, and just kind of cut it into some picks of, of useful information. And we'll go position by position because it sort of feels like the best way to do it. What I was going to do, if you guys are fine with me doing this, is Kick it a mark straight out of the gate for each player, and he can give us a bit of a, a breakdown of what he thinks about the player and sort of where he sees their fit. And then we'll let you guys dive in and, and also have your two cents as well. Uh, and we'll charge on through. What do you reckon? Yeah, let Mark lead the show. Yeah, I think when you get an expert... Nobody said that ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the best things to do when you get an expert in is get him drunk and get all his stories out. But the other great thing to do is lean on his expertise. So we, we'll try that one this time since we've done the getting him drunk before and it didn't work out I, well. <laughs> I don't want to compare him to Russell Wilson, but let's let, let Mark cook, eh? <laughs> and the show has just been cancelled. Well done. Yep. See you, guys. Oh. Too much Russell Wilson oh, show. <laughs> 306 yeah. episodes, we got there. Yeah, Man, Denver the needed to be in the Denver needed to be in the NBA finals after how Russell Wilson has treated them like absolute dog shit this whole past see year and season. So look, congrats to Denver Nuggets for making the NBA finals. We still don't know who they're gonna play yet at the time of recording, but it's probably gonna be the Miami Heat who are free one. But you know, shout out to Denver. Then shout out the Dolphins, you know, Miami Dolphins, getting all the references in the broadcast this this week. I saw like Kevin Love got compared to a right-handed tour. Uh, Kevin Harlan, that is the commentator. He obviously commentates both the NBA and NFL. So he's been making all these 
Dolphins references, like they're picking off passes like Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. So look, a bit of Dolphins chat there for Marky Mark to be interested in the NBA game. So honestly, so yeah, it's it's good good to see Miami be cooking a little bit in the sort of sports. Their hockey team actually made the Stanley Cup finals as well. So hopefully, Mark, for your Dolphins, you guys can actually make some sort of Super Bowl really soon. Yes, we're going to fill the trophy cabinet with something. You do what Jacksonville do. We just filled it with air. <laughs> there's, there's, a lot of room, there's a lot of room for stuff in there. That's that's what we've done. We've just decked out space. I'll give myself a pat on the back. 2-0 for my uh, fantasy AIDS player of the week. What a great player. Just look at that cheesy group. <laughs> it was dead set like a monsoon that day. It was insane. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was doing slides like Justin Fields straight across my belly. Mate, I would yeah. pay good money to watch that. Actually, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Is we're going to get a uh, Aussie NFL fantasy slip and slide day going on. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> a few beers into me, I'll do anything. Thank <laughs> <Be> careful. <laughs> I might take you up on it. <laughs> Uh, I would say he probably only just made it past the line that I would consider being a success. Looking around going, can I get a program over here? Who's, who's this Dorch guy? Oh, what a Dorch. What a Dorch. It's fun to say. Uh, I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, every time Ross throws an incomplete pass to Denver Broncos fans, they just go, go, in, come, please. Let's kick off with quarterbacks and look. I guess the NFL draft is as good a way as any to kind of address the quarterbacks. And first of all, Manjot's great unintended pun last week about the Panthers taking a young quarterback, a Bryce Young. Marky Mark, give us your impressions on Bryce Young quickly for football purposes, but as for for fantasy purposes as well. Um, And then we'll see what the other two fellas think. So Bryce Young, the player, um, obviously, you know, who's taken first overall, um, very cerebral. He was probably, um, in terms of being able to cut a defense up, he was probably the pick of the four that were suggested, that were, sorry, mentioned most in the pre-draft process. Um, of the quarterbacks, he was probably second for me. Um, obviously, we know about the height concerns and they are real, unfortunately, until we see that they're not real. When we look at ADP, so all I've got to go off at the moment is an overall ranking um, because they don't do it per position um, necessarily at the moment. But um, I don't know what you guys use. I use Fantasy Pros for everything um, that I do. Um, He's actually QB2 behind Anthony Richardson, which I found was was actually quite interesting, being that there's still questions whether Richardson will start game yeah. one. I don't think there's the same questions that Bryce Young will start round one. No, we know he will. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, actually, yeah. I mean, I've heard that Bryce Young should be the clubhouse leader in the Panthers locker room. I mean, he should be with the talent. But then there's been all these reports, oh, Andy Dalton's going to start week one. So there's still a bit of a question mark. I doubt it, though. I would say Bryce Young should be starting. He'll probably win the job by middle of training camp. But still, Dalton might put up a bit of a fight in training camp. We we don't know what's going to go on behind the scenes in July. We'll just have to wait and see. But for the minute... They're giving they're splitting the first team reps in, in OTAs 
from what I've read, it's just been one day Bryce gets more of the reps, next day Andy Dalton gets more of the reps. So I think what? with Bryce Young, he's going to have to earn the job rather than it be given to him. Wasn't uh, Trevor Lawrence sharing uh, snaps with um, with Gardner Minshew uh, when he was picked number one, even though everyone knew he was going to be the, the starting quarterback? Like They just do this shit just to piss everyone off. Like, they do Everything's so coached. They they can, yeah, they just do it so they can say that they were that the quarterback once he's starting week one actually won the job, and you know he's he's built the rapport with his teammates. Blah blah blah. We know he's going to be there. Sounds <laughs> so, like Trey Lance, third year rookie. <laughs> <laughs> he's having as many rookie seasons as Manjot. Marky Mark, what about the fantasy value then for for, for so our, for our young we- quarterback? <laughs> If we're ranking Bryce Young looking specifically at quarterbacks and let's just say, um, let's say for this argument, it's just a one quarterback league. He's ADP is the 13th quarterback overall. So he's still obviously behind Richardson. One step above Tua, which I'm not going to agree with this ranking at all. It's trash. (laughs) Um, But that sits him in sort of tier three. We look at he's got a a round seven buy. So I suppose the advantage there is you get your buy done fairly early. Um, And he's actually got a fairly good, obviously, you take it with a grain of salt, but at this point in the season, based on last year's rankings, he's got a fairly good strength of schedule um, for for, um, quarterback versus the defense he'll be coming up against. So, um, all in all, he's, he's a... He's a pretty good candidate if you were quarterback needy and you did need if you did need a starter definitely this season, or if you were looking to upgrade your starter to somebody within sort of this season, early next season, he's definitely a good candidate. And now to Manjot and Taylor, we're looking more at the ten team redraft level of it. Mm, I might kick it to Manjot first. Uh mate. Where d- does does he have a position in your roster this year? Are you sort of considering a way that he might wind up on a team for you? Uh, yeah, with Bryce Young, I, I don't really know because I, I do have to say on the site I'm using, which is Fantasy Pros, I, it did say he was like 23rd quarterback and Richardson was like the 15th quarterback. So it's like really... That did, did, that's a massive drop-off between what you get between Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson at the moment. So I think with Bryce Young, I'm not really looking at him as much in fantasy drafts, if at all, because, of course, when you're talking about quarterbacks, out of every single position for a rookie, it's the biggest learning curve. The steepest learning curve is that quarterback. They've got to learn a new playbook. They've got to be the face of a franchise. They've got to learn how to be an NFL quarterback. Everything that goes along with it. There's very few rookie quarterbacks that can come in there and be like my boy Brock Purdy last year, of course, Mr. Relvin. But who expected that? That was the late season run that no one expected. See, you don't expect these sort of things. Like Kenny Pickett last year, we saw him ride the bench for like half the season and then go on to be not so great. I would say maybe had one or two good games, but he had many way through interceptions left and right. So that's what you usually see in a quarterback at a rookie level is you don't see him really come out, be day one starting. I really don't think even Bryce Young, he's an amazing college quarterback. I don't even think he could be a good day one star in the NFL. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he's a boy amongst men early on, right? But he comes with so much expectation. Say, we've been pretty big advocates in years gone by of taking quarterback late. Does he fall into that category or is he too late for that? <laughs> well, great news for Mark. This is one guy he can stand over. I, I really don't think... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hey, that's a Marcus short that's, joke, everyone. That's look, a Marcus I'm, short joke. <laughs> look, I stabbed Mark and Mark's right here. I stabbed him in the front. Uh, yeah. I don't stab him in the back. So <laughs> he's looking straight at me and I'd expect the same from any of you guys. Mate, I'm looking uh, up at you for about a kilometre. <laughs> I'm not looking straight at you. <laughs> So, like Major, uh, I'm seeing the rankings and they've got him at 24. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so that's kind of that's closer to where I would have him. Uh, I've, I've done some rankings and I had him sort of right on the end of, of quarterback 20. So, 10-team yep. league, absolutely no way. Uh, even, even, let's say, Astro for a 16-team league, I still wouldn't be looking his way. I don't think he has upside and is going to be too relevant as a fantasy quarterback in his first year. I am a bit more bullish on him as a real NFL quarterback. I actually think he's got a roadmap to actually succeed this year. Mm. I don't think that's going to be through a whole bunch of passing yards, though. I do think he's going to be a bit more of a game manager. I think they brought Miles Sanders in to have a lot of rushing attempts behind that very good O-line. And I think that O-line is going to protect him too. So I think that's going to help him as he moves forward. I think it's going to be a steep learning curve, like uh, me and Jock mentioned. I think he's going to take probably at least half the season to really, really show much uh, in terms of uh, fantasy value. But even then, I really don't see him having a huge upside in fantasy. It's going to be a few spike games here and there generally being a game manager. But I do see the Panthers having a pretty good year this year. It's clear that they aren't obviously tanking. They that they want to try and win this division and they've gone out and made some signings to help them do so. Yeah. And, you know, we'll we'll touch on um there's a there's a rookie wide receiver that we'll touch on later that I think we all really, really like, which will help. And they've gone out and got guys like Adam Thielen and um like they they're trying to they're trying to actually equip him and um yeah, I, I actually see success for Bryce Young. I just don't think it's going to come in the form of fantasy, especially yeah. in his first year. And those two things fly in their own airspace. You can be a successful um, NFL player and NFL quarterback without necessarily having a massive fantasy impact. And it does look like, okay, so consensus on this. Marky Mark uh, has a great view on Dynasty that if you're in a, in a position where you're looking to restock your quarterback, he's not going to cost you the most to go and get because he's not some slam dunk candidate. But in 10-team fantasy um, it better be a two-quarterback league before you're looking at anything to do with Bryce Young. That kind of then moves us into CJ Stroud because he's built differently, Marky Mark. Tell us a little bit about CJ Stroud. He's landed at Houston. So, again, a, a completely different team in the same sort of part of the draft process where they were pretty early on pick. Mate, tell us about CJ Stroud and how you see him fitting into the dynasty fantasy landscape. He was my number one overall quarterback during the pre-draft process. He's the the guy that I scouted, uh, that was scouted by the draft dudes. That was the platform I used for all my pre-draft work as the oh, most cool. pro-ready quarterback. He had the body shape. He had the skill set. He had the run game. So, it's sort of mobility is probably a better word rather than run game to be able to handle, in quite honesty, the shit show that he was going to end up in because let's be, let's be honest, both top two teams, it's not great. Um so, look, he he's adept at hitting all three levels of the field. Um, 
I, I just think when we look back on this class, like we do with so many other draft classes, I feel like he is the one that will stand out and will say, okay, well, yeah, he should have been first overall. Similar to, I mean, there's so many examples. Yes, you go back is. to the 20, 2020 draft, should we have taken Justin Herbert over to up? Probably. Probably. Um, you know, how many teams skipped on Miss Patrick Mahomes? So that's sort of what I look back to. Not saying CJ Stroud is going to be these guys, but I think of this class, he will be the best of them. In saying that, he is ranked – the good thing is about the top three quarterbacks in Richardson, Young, and Stroud, they're all ranked fairly similarly. When we're looking mm. at quarterback only ranking, I've got yep. him at 15, same bye week as Bryce Young. So, again, same benefit there. He's got a slightly tougher strength of schedule if, you, if you're looking that way. But, again, I would have him in a similar vein. If you need a back-end quarterback or, or a depth piece to fill in that position – either towards the end of the season or possibly next season, he's another one I'd look at. Now, I'm going to kick this one to Taylor straight away. I'm sort of going to go alternating between you, Manjot, and Taylor. So, Manjot, you got first bite last time. Over to T-Dizzle for this one. Mate, uh, we, we are AFC South boys, so do we really want to see CJ Stroud succeed? <laughs> <laughs> we do not. We do not. Uh, I just want to say off the bat, I'm glad we've got Mark here tonight because – I'll, I'll be completely honest. I'm more of an NFL analyst more so than college. I don't watch a lot of college football. So what I sort of get to know about mm. these rookies is pretty much what I know about the teams they're going to, what I've seen from that team last year, and where I think a guy with a skill set would fit into that. Uh, just generally, uh, seeing his landing spot, uh, I'm not too keen on it for fantasy, honestly. I'm seeing him at like, quarterback 29, which... Again, probably isn't that far off where I would have him. I'm seeing him behind Mac Jones and around guys yeah. like Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell. Like, I, I really don't see, again, an upside in this Texans team. I just think generally they're not going to be great again this year. Uh, you're going to see some flashy plays from him. Like As Mark said, he could be the best quarterback in this yeah. draft for the rookies, but I don't think that's going to translate to early first-year uh, fantasy value. I just don't see in the first year how that's going to equate to anything. He's got, you know, absolutely no receiving talent. His tight end Dalton Schultz might actually be his best receiver. So I I just don't think it's a great landing spot for him for fantasy. In the first year anyway, I'm sure things won't get better for him later. In Dynasty, uh, still a great ad. Uh, But in terms of first year for redraft, I wouldn't have him anywhere near a 10-team league. Uh, I probably wouldn't even have him anywhere near a 16-team league unless he got really, really desperate later in the year. Well, hang on now. Manjot, we love junk time, right? So does that happen for CJ Stroud? Can he be redeemed? Look, if we're talking about junk time, the Texans had a lot of that over the last however many years you can put it back to back to 2020 if you want to, ever since they fell out of playoff contention. So a lot of junk time stats. You look at what Davis Mills has done. Was he really that much of a fantasy quarterback? You could argue maybe (laughs) some weeks, but maybe probably five out of the 32 weeks he had to start in those two seasons he had. So there's probably not enough there to say that Stroud can cook in junk time, that he's actually a good ad. But look at his receivers, man. The best ones you could say at wide receiver that is Robert Woods. Maybe the guy I'm intrigued maybe. with is John Mechie. I think Same. Mechie could break out. I'm hoping he had that cancer battle last year. We didn't yeah. see him as a rookie, so hopefully in his actual first year in the NFL, he can 
actually do something. I'm really hoping for Mechie to have a breakout. That's the only hope for Stroud, I would reckon. But apart from that, once they traded away Brandon Cooks, that was like their only good wide receiver they had on that entire roster. So, look, maybe Noah Brown steps up again like he did in some weeks with Dallas last year. Who knows? But honestly, I doubt... I doubt it. I agree with the boys. I wouldn't touch Stroud and um, sorry, redraft, but Dynasty has value for sure. I just wouldn't touch him in redraft this year at all. Can I? Can I just? Sorry, I was just going to touch quickly on the Texans. I got a. I've got this real weird feeling that they're going to make a big play on in the trade market. I like. I don't see why, as a team, they would trade away their first round pick next year and not feel the need to actually get better straight away because that is just the worst move in history to do that. And I know that's a Texans thing. They gave up Hopkins oh. for nothing and an aging aging David Johnson. Uh, but I, I really feel like this team is going to do something. I don't know exactly what that move is. I even thought in the preseason they might go after Hopkins and get him back. I, I just got a feeling, I like just call it a hunch, that they're going to actually do something out there and, and bring in a um, a person in the middle of the year or they're going to do something to try and bulk this team up now because I just don't see why you would give up your first round. They have no reason to tank, basically. So what? Why? Oh, why? Why sit What's there? What's their ceiling? Like, what can they trade to become a ten-win team? Like you know, God, they need a I lot. Mean, <laughs> so, I don't yeah, know what that all... is, but they'll try. Yeah, yeah, they already traded away their first-round pick to the Cardinals to move up for Will <laughs> Anderson. So Wild. yeah, they they really don't have an, a, anything to tank with. No. So they've already traded away their first. They're gonna try and win. So the Card- yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, how much can they? Yeah. How much can yeah. they? It'll be interesting, and I think you know, even if things don't particularly go well for the Texans, which again, AFC South boy, so I'm I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for that's two wins in the book already for the almighty yeah, Jaguars division champions. Um, so I just think it's crazy that they gave up Brandon Cooks as well. Like, just let him go. A really, really adept weapon for Stroud to use, and he would have used him. Yeah. So you might be right, Tay. That's it's it's weird. Do they it's try to get cool. Cooks back? No, that, that would be. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, let's move on because I think this one is probably for me one of the more compelling in terms of fantasy value. Marky Mark, Anthony Richardson can do quite a lot. A bit of a Swiss Army knife. Tell us about what your uh, take on him as a player is, and where you see him fitting into the dynasty landscape for quarterbacks this season as a rookie. So you're right. He is probably the player with the most questions, um, but could actually wield the highest ceiling if he can put it together. So, um, true dual-threat quarterback, he's got really, really good arm strength. Um, The main knocks on him are his throwing mechanics and accuracy. So, unfortunately for his position, they are massively important, obviously. Um, (laughs) A little bit, yeah. (laughs) So, um, my my concern there with where he landed is can they develop that? Yes. So, as far as I know, Jeff Saturday is still there. Manjot, is that – or? has that changed no, anybody? No, that that changed. That changed. They they Did moved I mean, on. I it was the that. Philadelphia guys. Deacon, I think, is okay. Shane Deacon is their, is their coach. Yes, yeah, Steichen. Steichen. Okay. Yeah, that's how you so, say it. The question's still there. Can they develop or get those traits into him and get him to fix that? He's got all the physicality to do it. Um, he's just got to obviously get the the fine tuning to to his throws because he, he could be Patrick Mahomes but 
he could just as easily be out of the league in three years. So um, looking at quarterback rankings, he, as I said before, with Young, he's one step, one spot above at 12. Um, by week of 11, so it's smack bang in the middle of the season, um, he's got a pretty good strength of schedule. He, for me, he's not a, in a, in the dynasty space, you're not drafting him to play him this year. You're probably drafting him for next year. Yeah, I guess in Dynasty, what does your league have to look like for you to be drafting him as a starter? Or what does your roster have to look like to be drafting him as a starter for Dynasty? You'd have to have pretty bad quarterbacks to, to want to start him. But have like, you been leaning on Aaron Rodgers too many seasons and now you're like... Yeah, that's probably a good example. Yeah. That um, Or, you know, you, you're still hanging on to Baker with some hope that he'll turn good and... <laughs> somewhere or... Um, Shit, Russ. Russ is probably one that you waited too long to sell him. I can imagine the guy who Baker Mayfield a couple of years ago and then just kind of went out and sneaky took Malik Willis thinking that was going to be something. And now he's like, oh, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) I might be talking about one of my dynasty teams. Um, Yeah, so I can imagine that it's a bit hairy. Um, Let's let's move it into the redraft value. Manjot, I don't know that... It kind of smells a bit Kaepernicky for me, and being a 49ers boy, um, I don't know. What what are your impressions of Anthony Richardson, and where do you think he fits in a redraft? Has he got a ceiling that's worthwhile? (laughs) Trey Lance. I think, think, yeah, Trey Lance. Trey Lance is third (laughs) rookie season, but look, going back to Richardson, who's his head coach? Shane Steakin. Now, (laughs) Who I, think they, I thought you were it, putting that out it. there to be like, does anyone even yeah. know who this guy is? <laughs> well, let me tell you who this guy is. Okay. Which quarterback did he just develop into a bona fide MVP candidate almost won a Super Bowl with? Jalen Hurts. Hurts so Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Hurts so good. He hurt you in the run game a lot, especially in that first year when he was really starting. He was really becoming a star, I think, 2021. He was drafted in 2020, of course. But in 2021, when he really tried to get into that running mold, he was really hurting you in fantasy. He had, like, what, that free touchdown rushing game against the Saints, that one game in 2021. After that, he was just really becoming that fantasy asset where even if he wasn't good in real life, he could really cook you with that rushing performance. I think Richardson's upside is that in his rookie season this year is he can be that rushing upside. And especially with what Steichen can bring in that playbook, that really would be where his upside lies. I wouldn't really look at taking Richardson especially if I've not said that I wanted to take Stroud or Young, but that's only at drop time. If he's if he's getting some rushing touchdowns here and there, I might actually put a flyer on him in the waiver wire. And that's why I think a lot of people have him ranked number one in redraft out of the three that we've talked about tonight so far, as of this year, that is. So I think that's really why. It's because Richardson's rushing upside is really up there compared to where Young and Stroud are. They're more the pocket passes. But where you get the rushing upside from Richardson, that's the fantasy value in this year's rookie class. It's going to be my question to Taylor too is, with that extra little layer, how do you rank these three quarterbacks? Does Richardson make the top of your list? Are you confident he's starting week one? Richardson, 100%, is the top of my list for fantasy. 
I don't have the exact numbers in front of me in terms mm-hmm. of like all the results he got at the combine and everything, but I've pretty much heard that he has the best of all time in terms of athleticism at the quarterback position. So straight away, those are insane numbers. So you have to basically take that for what it is. And in fantasy, being a rushing quarterback is just a cheat code over being a pocket passer. So straight away, you have to give that the credit it's due. Uh, I I would actually look at him as a possibility for some leagues. 10 teams probably a bit steep. I'm not saying as a starter, I'm saying he's the kind of guy with upside I may actually just put at the bottom of my roster depending on how big my bench is uh, and let him sit there because he might sit there for half a year. All of a sudden, he's killing it in the second half of the year. Even if you're starter, you still want to keep starting. He might be a trade asset. Or your your starter is a Geno Smith and he's just sort of plotting his way to 15 to 18 and you're like, you know what, I need upside at this quarterback position. I might actually play him. So I actually think he has redraft value straight away, not so much as a starter, but as a bench ad uh, and just sort of let him simmer there. I I think he has the ability to be a huge uh, fantasy star. Whether that's in his first year, I don't know. Uh, You talked about what dynasty team would look at him. My team that I completely tanked the arsehole out of, uh, that that one is one I'm looking at. I have the first pick, which is obviously going to be Bijan without giving it away. I have the fifth pick as well, and it's a one-quarterback league, so that's kind of the range I may actually be able to look at him as well. Mm. Uh, So if he's there, I may take him just as a project because my team... I'm kind of banking on it still being terrible for the next two years, so I'm I'm kind of fine with that. That's that's what the whole rebuild uh, purpose is. Uh, so that's a, that's the sort of dynasty situation where you would take him. Uh, even obviously two quarterback leagues, he's a must as well, right near yeah. the top of the list. So uh, I I think even in redraft, he's he's got value. But like I said, as a bench stash, I do. I'd posited earlier today too that if you kind of miss the run on quarterback in your league and you are playing like quarterback and you're faced with Dak or Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you could do worse than throw Richardson on with him, you know. This is why last week when we touched on uh, some of the quarterbacks that moved, I said I would rather a guy like Richardson on my bench than a guy like Rodgers. Like, to me, Rodgers has the ceiling of like of like quarterback 10 or something this year. I don't want that on my bench. I want one that if he breaks out, his ceiling is top five. So, uh, and whether that, like yeah. I said, I don't think Richardson has a top five quarterback finish in his range of outcomes, but does he in the last five games of the year? Yes, I think he does. Any week he starts, you know, like yeah. any week he starts and he could just be a week winner for you. Um, Marky Mark, we saw Will Levis get snubbed in the NFL draft. We, we weren't going to count him as a first round pick here either. Does he or anyone else in the quarterback class raise your eyebrows in terms of that range of value for Dynasty? Uh, the concern on Levis, like obviously that he slid, like that's real. Every team, there were teams that needed, like Atlanta needed a quarterback and they went running back. Um, it's, there's obviously a flag there somewhere that, I, I mean, I had a look. I couldn't see anything um, on what oh. it was. I saw it. He ate. He ate bananas with the peels on, and he put mayo on his <laughs> coffee. I think that's it. Fuck that guy. But put anyone who anyone who eats bananas straight off my board can't put him in Azkaban. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So he he's uh, great analysis. Um, uh, I think so. It's it's not quite break, it's not quite breakfast analysis, but that's close. 
I mean, and this is why I went to the shittiest team in the NFL, fucking Titans. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. No comment. (laughs) Again, Taylor, I stab you in the front. This is what we do. (laughs) Um, The only other one that I guess through the process I've really liked um, was Tendon Hooker, and I actually quite liked the spot. Obviously, he had a pretty serious injury last year, so it was important that he went to a spot where he wasn't going to be pushed into a starting position. And with Goss there, it's not going to happen. So he'll They've have already, time to sit. They already came out and said he's getting redshirted for this whole year. Yeah, so there's 100%. absolutely no chance it takes over from Goff. Which means he'll be starting by week eight. And we know what redshirting for the whole season means. Um, sorry, Mark, back to you. No, that's all right. Um, yeah, so... So I think that that's a really good situation. And being he was a more mature rookie anyway, I think he's 25. Yep. Um, that he's older than golf, really... isn't he? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> he's, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he's older than most of the quarterbacks being signed to their second contract. So Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so you, you avoid a lot of the rookie pains and a lot of the bullshit that comes with that. Um, I just think he's a more mature head. So it'd be interesting to see how his career takes shape. He's not someone that you would draft – He'd probably be someone that you hope to pick up after the draft's finished. You know, get pick up as an undrafted rookie off of waivers, and if you've got a really deep bench, it's someone you might sit mm. potentially, or you know, taxi squad, whatever. Yeah, um, depending on how deep you go, right? Yeah. Oh, we're in a bunch it. of leagues which have taxi squads beyond a long bench, so yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Manjot, we, we need to get you playing more Dynasty. This is the way you go. Oh, I, I, I have some taxi squads. Tasty. I have some taxi squads yeah. with IDPs. With IDPs ah, too, yeah, so. yeah. You're our IDP yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, I, I know I know, I know, know what taxi squad is. Yeah. <laughs> I love, the Indian I love IDP League squad. is one of our favorite leagues. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually, now I think about it. Yeah, that Indian IDP League has a blood taxi in, squad, blood, yeah. which is the fun- <laughs> Yeah, which is like legit the funniest shit because like, yeah, all all the you know Indian taxi drivers out there, you know, so shout good. out to them. <laughs> yeah. And that, and I just get it like it is hectic that league, and I lived vicariously through you in that league. And my god, that was uh, I'm looking forward to that getting integrated. Little updates on that through through the season. Yeah, we won the championship last year. Hopefully this year. Yeah, we can you know repeat. It. Hopefully, we get the we get the repeat W, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. So fucking it's good. Be, Look, I reckon yeah. that's a good spot to park the quarterbacks. Oh, um, well, one more, one more, one more thing on quarterback. Let's I hear just, it. I hated that. Can I just say I really hated that hand and hooker pick. By the way, as a Jared Goff fan, like I'm a massive Jared Goff fan. They, they wasted a pick, I reckon, on, on Booker, but I do agree with Mark. It is a good landing spot, but, man, as a believer in golf, as a golf believer, uh, man, that, that one hurt. That was one of the picks that hurt me, to be honest. That was, come on, man. They, they shouldn't have done it, to be honest. But, yeah, anyway, I'm, now I'm we can pre- park QB. I'm pretty sure the Lions were drunk that entire, uh, that entire draft anyway. And they just had a six-year-old on the control deck. You know, have you ever just given like a, a PlayStation controller to a six-year-old and just let him run around on a like a, an RPG? Just, just smash the buttons. Uh, yeah, just watch the smash buttons and and do magical shit and sometimes really stupid shit. And I think that's how the Lions approach most days. I think they gave Sounded the controls like- to Captain Morgan and let him cook. <laughs> Yeah, get Bill Belichick's dog from the 2020 NFL draft. That's probably where they went. Uh, dogs of the Lions. I don't know. All of a sudden, the Lions have got an interesting young roster. And if 
hand and hooker becomes something that'd be awesome. But you know, the Lions have got this track record of not having that happen. So it could be a complete disaster for hand and hooker being there. I, it, it's likely to be one or the other. That's the thing is there's going to be fuck all chance. It's in the middle and that he has some middle of the road career. It's either going to be something brilliant or something completely shitful. And uh, it could even be, enjoy that. it could even be very Jordan lovey. Like he may not play for like two years. Like if, if God, it's one of those things where obviously I'm not comparing golf to Rogers, but if golf plays well enough in these next two years, yeah. I just think he's just going to sit there. Like, I don't think it, they're ever going to really go away from golf, even though they've drafted hooker unless they see either hooker ridiculously good in training or something like that, or they see a huge drop off from golf. If they're winning games and golf's playing fine, I really can see it being at least a couple of years before hookers start. Literally, if golf gets cut in half or one injured. afternoon yeah, by some Vikings linebacker. Yeah, something like that. All right. I reckon that we've done a good job with quarterback. And I know that running back, there's not so many who are tasty, tasty, but I think we should really talk about them because the ones that are tasty, tasty, mwah. Chef's kiss in terms of uh, we, we think there's going to be some value there. With what we're looking at, it is not great. Look, Goff, I was looking at him in the first round. He wasn't, but I was rattled at wide receiver this week. I guarantee I go last. Yeah, wide receiver is very, very interesting. I'm not sure about really any of them. So we'll just say per Dr. Google. Yeah, I wasn't actually, mm. I was thinking about picking him up, but then, yeah, I just didn't. I'm going with Irv Smith Jr. Ooh, nice. Smooches will have to wait. (laughs) Smooches, I was ready for that one. 